Just a little bit um, before we get into it, I will be giving little blurbs about each episode kind of beforehand, uh, kind of to, to warn you if there's any sort of language or any sort of um, incredibly explicit talk. Just a little little heads up. Uh, this one I would consider not safe for work, not because it's bad in any way, shape, or form, but there is a little bit of language scattered throughout, so if that is something that you're uncomfortable with, uh, I would encourage you to try and press through it, as this episode is incredibly eye-opening. We will be doing episodes, I, I think I decided every Sunday, so we're going to be putting up new episodes every Sunday. If you want to be a part of this, if you're like, hey, I really want to speak, uh, I really want to talk with Dan for an hour, you know, however long it is, there is a link in the description. Please fill out that, or there's like a form, a link to a form, fill out that form, and then I'll be able to get in contact with you. Boy, oh boy, you guys are in for a good episode today. I speak with Christian, I think is how you say it. Uh, it it's it's Knuckles, that's that's one of his online A that he says. But I have a great conversation with him. I actually learned a lot. There's a lot that I had, I, I didn't know about this man. This man is, uh, He's really cool. Uh, he was actually my first Twitch subscriber, kind of, kind of to flex a little bit. And so that's something that uh, I've always remembered. I, I can remember starting up stream first time I got affiliated, and him subscribing. I was like, wait, wait, dude, seriously? You didn't have to do that. And ever since then, he's been, he's been uh, around. So I, I greatly appreciate this man. And then not to mention, he's just honestly a really, really good, solid guy. Uh, he's got a great head on his shoulders. He's definitely come out of an incredibly dark area uh, of his life. Nothing that I want to spoil, um, but he is he's honestly a super cool guy. There's also a few parts to where my audio is messed up. I have no clue what happened, so please ignore that. Without further ado, let's just, let's just get into it. Uh, here I speak with Christian. Again, I hope I said that right. Hope you enjoy. up i want to say that i plead guilty guilty to what whoring what <laughs> nada amigo uh, oh. Get... oh okay okay listen listen so so you say amigo but you're not even close to anywhere that speaks espanol uh, no te preocupes amigo Bruh. soy muy bien Bruh, why do you speak Spanish? Uh, yeah, that's right. Matilda? Matilda? Mat okay. Okay. Okay, <laughs> <heck>, bro. <laughs> Amigo. Amigo. Mi novio. Excuse me, what? What good, homie? No. Nah. I, spe I speak like seven languages fluently, of course. What languages do you speak? What the heck's that? I speak. <laughs> that's French. Bruh. No, I, I, I understand some Spanish and uh, English and a bit of German now, so that's about it. Wait, 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 wait. So, so first of all, how do you, do you say your name Christian? I do not say my name Christian. How do you, how do you my say Lord. it? I say it, it's going to be hard for you, I think. Uh, okay. Christian. Christian? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. No, nah, dude, I can't do just that. Say, yeah, j just try again. Christian. Christian. Wow. Without an bruh, E. Bruh. Christian. Not Christian. 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 Okay, I, I'm sorry. I can't do that. I'm not so very good at that. Call me Knuckles. All right. I'll call you Knuckles. Anyway, dude, yes. how was your day? <laughs> uh, pretty, pretty rough. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Everything Wait, okay? when do we start this thing? Bruh, I started it when you first popped in. It's, it's been going on for two minutes right now. I was in the electrical the whole time. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm talking about Among Us. Oh. You're playing Among Us? Wait, so... I do not. So we just, we just keep at it? 
we just go at it like yeah let's let's slice this bitch up right uh, i mean yeah yeah so, uh, that's what i'm trying to do <laughs> wow okay okay so no so listen listen so i'm listening I'll Listen, so I want you to tell me, explain to me, because I already know you, of course, so this, this isn't just like, this is a bonus episode, if you will, but, so I already kind of know. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, 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 you're, you're so special, I wanted to put you on a bonus episode. What, what yeah. is your, your, your heritage, and why do you live where you live? Because I know you live uh, in Germany, and, I, and, and if you didn't want me to say that, well, it sucks to suck, because you, you put that in the, in the form, but I, I know you're, you're, um, where, where you're originally from, and I won't say that unless, unless if you want to say it, so I don't, you know, of course, le you know, spill out any sort it's of information. It's fine, I don't mind. So, so why, so like, you were born in Croatia, right? Yes. And then you moved to Germany? Yes. Can, can you run me through that? Like, like what, yes. what, what brought you, you know, from Croatia to Germany? Sure. So, I was born at a very young age. It was a dark night, and the moon was full. Okay. And then I uh, grow up, and I have to do work, and it sucks. Uh, so, no, basically, I had my own firm back in Croatia with the SEO things for the people who don't know, or for, the, like, two people who is going to hear this. <laughs> got okay. him. I got him. Um, SEO is search engine optimization, and I was doing my own affiliate websites and earning commission through that. Mm -hmm. So I would make a website on my own topic, and I would rank the website. So when you type in across the pond, I would make sure that my website is first in Google. Okay. Uh, after I had that, um, I made a ton of money, and I just like kind of stopped doing it because, I mean, what do you want me to do? I make money while I sleep. So, of course, I'm not going to work anymore. Yeah. So I stopped working like almost completely. And I was just living from, huh, I don't know, just living day to day, enjoying life, drinking coffee, ordering, you know, playing games, whatever. Yeah. And then all that stopped. And then I was just living off the savings that I had. And then my wife it was slowly grooming me to go to Germany <laughs> because in case you don't know, and you probably don't, the current state and Balkan countries like Serbia, Bosnia, Croatia, Slovenia, Albania, whatever, uh, things are pretty tough. And in 2018, there were 200,000. Croatia has a population of 4.5 million people. So 200,000 people moved out from Croatia. Oh shoot! And almost all of them young people because we can find work. And uh, my wife was grooming me to go to Germany because most of us end up in Germany. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day I just was talking to my friend and he told me something that happened in the some medical stuff. Like he made an appointment in like six months from now, which was terrible because he had to do this urgently and whatnot. And like, since she was grooming me so long for like six months, when I heard that story, I was like, you know what? Let's go. And it, it was literally that. I decided in two seconds I want to move out from Croatia. And that's it. Oh, it sounds like a, like a pretty fun move. Because I mean, like, I can only, I guess I can only, you know, imagine how, I don't want to say easy, but you know, you're moving from Croatia to Germany and that's not very far. It's not like moving from the States to Germany, which is, you know, on the other side of the world. So was yes, it something? And the European, European Union will also came in very handy. Yeah. For example, Serbian people, they have to pass the language test within five years and they have troubles with visa and whatnot. But since Croatia got into the European Union, I don't know when, I don't even care. Mm -hmm. uh, you can literally... Get your backpack, go to a bus, go to Germany and tell them, hey, I live here now. Hey, that sounds and like... all a... they can do is like, uh, okay, do you have an address? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> wow, that sounds incredibly So convenient. it was kind of, I mean, easy. Yeah, relatively easy. The start was very rough. We didn't like it, of course. Uh, it was... I mean, no one talks about it, right? Yeah. So when you hear... When you see someone very successful and very happy... You think, oh, you know, it, everything is easy for them. But no one tells you when you move to another country how 
ugly it's gonna be, how unfamiliar, how you will not feel like you're at home for like a year, how will you have to live in one room and whatnot. So it's that was that part was very tough on us. We almost moved back a few times actually. Mm -hmm. And funny story, she was ready to move back because I didn't work at the time, because I suffer from depression, social oh. anxiety, uh, panic attacks, and slight signs of OCD. Yeah, I'm bragging, bitch. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, wa I wasn't working. I had some more savings uh, from the previous work. But my wife was keen on me to finding a job because the health insurance he here is very expensive. And then we got married kind of because of that. And also kind of not because we were at the time, I think we were eight years in a relationship already. Wow. So next year, so in a six months, we are going to be together for 10 years. I'm 27, by the way. Wow. Congratulations. Literally high school sweethearts. Yes. Thank you very much. That's really we cool. We celebrated two years of marriage uh, last month, which is pretty cool. Nice. Congratulations. That's, so, that's really cool. And thank you. And then, uh, we went to the, to this grocery store and we bought the frying pan. And I told her like, listen, we can't move now. We have a frying pan for <laughs> the fries. That was the literal reason why we stayed because I was sad that uh, we bought that frying pan. And I didn't want to go. But I was complaining all the time. I was terrible because I didn't work. I didn't have anything to do. And I didn't have internet when we moved to our first apartment. We didn't have internet for like uh, two weeks or three weeks. And I was very depressed and extremely sad, extremely annoying. And, you know, after some time and seeing how it affects her, I decided to look for a job. And it turned out pretty great since then, actually. So now we, we live in a very nice apartment. We have good jobs. We are happy. Everything is a lot, lot less scary now. You know, we're living life. Good. Uh, but no one, no one talks about you know how hard it is to start and how hard it is to get things done and stuff. All everyone's just like, oh yeah, you have a big salary, you buy a car, you get a good apartment, you know, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. But no one tells you that you don't know how to say, yo, where does your soup stay in in the grocery store? Like, where can I find them? Yeah. Or where can I find the toothpicks? or go to the police or register a car or something you know it's extremely hard yeah but luckily for me i speak english pretty good uh and luckily for me again frankfurt is very famous because it's the center of europe i guess mm -hmm. and i think frankfurt has around 800,000 people in it but daily uh, it has around 2 million because of the airport Wow. So a lot of people speak English. And like I said, a lot of people moved here from the Balkan states. And you probably don't know, but Croatia, Serbia, and Bosnia uh, almost speak the same language. So I can understand three countries at once, and they can understand, we can understand each other without a problem. So it's just the dialect a little different, but we can understand perfectly normally each other, which is awesome. And since there was a war in the 1992, 1993, when I was born, a lot of people moved to Germany, of course. So we have a lot of people in high places as well, like doctors, lawyers, you know, stuff like that. So it's kind of easy for at least the three of us, the three countries that I just mentioned, it's easy for us to uh, navigate through Germany and get help, not only in English, but in our own native language. Wow, that's actually really cool. I didn't, I didn't realize that all that happened. I mean, like, of course, I know very basic European history. You know, I know that the the eastern uh, side of the country is a little more. I don't want to say poverty, but you know, it, it's a little more affected. You know, by Russia and uh, you yes, know the effects is, of communism and everything. Um, but that I I really didn't know that um, it's that easy to kind of just move and stuff and how you were explaining you know just like the the state of those states and then the war and everything and how it's much easier to even just you know get around germany now i, I didn't realize that that was a thing but that's that's really cool I'm, I'm i'm happy for you to say the least um would you be able yeah, to yeah but that that's wait but that's a double uh, bladed sword uh, just because a lot of people speak english and my own native language it's very hard to learn german so oh, my yeah, birth yeah. is only in uh, english so 
I speak very basic German and I've been here for like two and a half years, right? Yeah. I'm not complaining, but you know, it makes some things harder when you come to a situation and the person doesn't speak neither English <laughs> nor Croatian. And then like, <laughs> oh, okay, let's uh, get the dictionary out and let's get this thing going. Yeah. Um, so tell me about what you do, you know, what, what your job is. And then also tell me about, um, like you just said, like some of the obstacles that you have with language barriers. Would you kind of be able to explain like some, like uh, just maybe like an experience or something just to kind of give a little more insight on what that looks like? Sure. Uh, I won't go into a lot of details about my work because I want some things to be private. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Because Don't... you can easily find stuff online about anyone now if you have not enough information, if you have the right information. Yeah, yeah. But nonetheless, I am a web analyst. I monitor traffic on certain websites and I make reports for those. And then when there's a big campaign, well, not big campaign, but there's a campaign, I report the results. Okay, this performed well, this didn't perform well, and stuff like that. Yeah. So that's basically my job. Uh, before that, I was a digital marketing specialist, whatever. I didn't do a goddamn thing at that job. <laughs> I was just sitting and collecting money, which eh, I didn't mind. But, you know, you also don't learn nothing because you know that uh, that gig will end up anytime. So you are not prepared for the next job. So you can't really say, oh, I learned this. I did this. So you can just say, uh, yeah, I worked here before. Cool. Let's move to another topic, please. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. But now I'm doing proper work and doing actual work and learning a lot of stuff and uh, contributing a lot of stuff and clients seem to be happy. So that's good. Uh, so the barriers. Yeah, barriers yeah, yeah. is uh, the mostly the language barrier because uh it's hard for me to find work because most of them require professional proficiency in uh, german which i am very far far away i there is no way i can work and write in german right yeah i can basically explain something to a lady at the grocery store like what i'm looking for or what is this or something i can't write a professional email uh, so that is the biggest part. Um, like a certain situation, I don't know. Maybe it happens like, um, it happens, let's say, weekly. Like, um, you know, you learn like um, the, um, the main, uh, how would I say it? The basic stuff, how it says and where it goes uh, the verb and whatnot. Yeah. So you learn like how to say, how can I go here? Where is this? Where is that? But you don't, for example, know how to say um, pizza dough in German, right? Yeah. So you have to look up dough first. <laughs> and then you look up dough and then you forget the next time you need it. Yeah. Yeah, specific situations. So when you go to the store uh, here in Germany, they've always asked you, would you like a receipt? And they have four different words for receipt. So one day I come home, like, I'm done with this bullshit. I'm done. I'm going to learn all three words because I thought there was only three. Three words for the receipt, and I'm going to learn it, and I'm going to know what to answer next time. So I learn it. I go there, and the lady asked me the fourth word. I'm like, sorry, what? I just spent two days learning three goddamn words. And she spills some new words on me, like, okay, cool, <laughs> thank you very much. So that is something that happened that really frustrates me. It's just because they have a, many different ways to say one thing. And maybe this happened recently. So the guy came for the package. And if he just asked me normally, hey, do you have the package for this person? I would say, yeah, sure. But he said it so fast, something I don't know what he... I didn't understand a single goddamn word. <laughs> and I was like... Uh, he just said the name. I was like, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And that's it. And it really frustrates because you think you come in uh, like... Uh, you came a very long way with the language. Yeah. You have a situation where you just speak German and, uh, you know, everything goes well and you're happy. And you have a random guy, your neighbor comes and he just obliterates everything you did in the past two years. So yeah. that is something that I hate about German language, just because they have a lot of different words for the one thing. Yeah, yeah. I um, so I studied abroad in in Regensburg, Germany, for goodness, how long was it? Uh, three months. 
And while I was there, like, of course, you know, I try to learn some German, but there, there's, you know, you, you can only learn so much before, yeah, yes. you know, like, especially in that short amount of time, then be able to actually, like, hold it in conversation and be able to speak and stuff. But, like, there's some times to where I would walk into, like, a tea shop or something and, like, I would, I, I don't remember what it is, but, like, I would be, like, teacup or, like, kettle or something because I was really big into tea at that time. And the guy was, like, here, and then he would ask me a question. I'm, like, I'm so sorry. I don't speak German. So I, I totally yes. understand that language barrier. Uh, and then not to mention, you know, there's just so many different words for each, uh, each thing. Um, I can't, of course, think of, think of anything off the top of my head because my, my German skills are rather low right now. I, I really don't remember any, any German. Uh, but I do remember having that, that problem with uh, the language barrier. Being able to, you know, try and just remember simple phrases. Uh, sometimes you would just have to say "danke," you know, like nod your head and then just walk away, and then you feel like yes. an idiot, and you're just like, "Ugh." Exactly. So I can totally relate to you when it comes to trying to to uh, live in an area where you don't speak the language. It, it's it's rough and it can be incredibly frustrating. So I I feel you on that one. Yeah, but I really can't complain because I came into their country and it's up to me to learn their their language. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad you say. I'm so glad you said that because here's the thing, um, and I and I don't mean any disrespect for what for what I'm about to say, but like here in the states, you know, we are close to Canada and we're close to Mexico, especially in the okay. southern the southern part of the United States. Um, there's a lot of people that flee from Mexico to come into the states, so like Texas, Florida, uh, California, Nevada. You know, there's a lot of Mexicans there, and the thing is, is like they don't know a lick. Of, they don't know any English. And so it's incredibly frustrating whenever I go, you know, visit friends or I go, you know, on vacation or like I'm, I'm in those states to try and hold a conversation with someone who speaks no English. And the thing is, is that they will then get mad at you for not being able to speak Spanish. But it's like, dude, you're in America where we speak English. You should learn our language. You know, kind of like what you just said, I am in their language or excuse me, I am in their country, I should be learning their language. Of course, you know, there, there might be a little, oh, you know, I know some Spanish, so let me communicate. But, you know, there, there's, no, there's no dialogue. We can't have any sort of conversation because they don't know anything, even though they might have been there for X amount of years. So I'm, I'm glad you say that because I think, um, I think a big thing that a lot of people don't understand today is that you are a foreigner, an alien, if you will, in another country. And even if you do become a citizen, like you're still in that country. You know, you are there. You should be learning that language. Uh, I'll, I'll step up my soap, step off of my soapbox, but I'm glad you said that. I think it's something that a lot of people need to. I agree. To hear. I was uh, very, very uncomfortable speaking English when I came here because I was so um, ashamed of not speaking their language. But you know, with time, you see that you don't have any other option, and then you just ask. But now uh, I think I feel pretty comfortable when it comes to small stuff, so I don't really ask. Literally every time, every time I see a person like, hey, do you speak, do you speak English? Yeah. No, uh, when it's something basic, I just try to keep it in German. But I note uh, every time, listen, my German sucks. I'll try. If you speak English, perfect. If you don't, I'll try to speak German. Please bear with me. Yeah, yeah. And pretty understand pretty understanding of that. And they seem to like that, to see that you are actually trying. So at least we have that going for us. Yeah, and that, that's another great point, you know, like at least try. Like the thing is, is that a lot of people, especially when they're traveling. Uh, so, of course, I come from America, you know, and there's a lot of very ignorant people, if you will. There's a lot of just very narcissistic, self-centered people who when they do travel, they don't try and, you know, engage in any sort of cultural things. They just want to go see the sites, right? Um, and yeah. so it's, it's, uh, it's, again, really nice to hear you say, especially, you know, someone that's not even in America, like, I'm at least going to try and speak your language, but if I can't speak it, like, I'm really, really sorry. I'm going to try, but, you know, if you speak English, then at least we can communicate. And that's something, again, you know, I, I don't want to, of course, you know, just say, wow, you know, awesome. But, you know, that's it, something really cool to, uh, to hear that I'm at least going to try. You know, I'm at least going to put myself out there. I'm going to show you that I am trying to be as respectful as possible to where I am and to who you are as a German uh, I'm going to try and speak your language and forgive me if I fail. Uh, but at least then, you know, you say, yeah, like you speak English and they're like, yeah, I do. And it's like, thank you so much. That's, that's uh, definitely the way to go. Uh, I, I feel like yeah, that. Um, but uh, then it's very hard. For example, if you go to a doctor, there is no way I can speak German there. Oh yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. I can speak some, but you know, 
I wouldn't trust myself describing my issues to a doctor or, for example, a lawyer or something. Oh, so yeah. I said, when it's something simple, like store or someone asking for directions or something, I try to keep it uh, as German. I don't even uh, mention the thing that, uh, hey, can you maybe speak English? I can understand you better. No, I just tell them, listen, my German sucks, but I can try. Yeah. And then I try to communicate. But if it's something very important, I always um, make sure to find someone, not to force it on people, but I always... Uh, hey, do you maybe speak English? They're like, no, oh, sorry, uh, my German is just not good enough to explain the situation to you. Uh, I'm afraid I'll need to find someone else, and I go from there. Oh, I love that. I love hearing that. It makes me want to go travel again. <laughs> I miss traveling so much. All right. Um, I do not. You don't. You don't miss traveling. No. It, it, okay. So, so no. I, I want to try and be, of course, as respectful as possible. But is that just because of the the potential messiness that was from moving? Uh, from Croatia to Germany? No, no, no. I just not that type of person. Okay. So I've been suffering from uh, like uh, stomach issues and uh, nervousness and uh, uh, anxiety for around about 10 years. And that sickness kind of formed me into what I am today. Yeah. And that is mostly the reason why I don't like traveling and sightseeing and whatnot. But I mean, I found another outlet. I like everything uh, internet related. I like everything uh, PC related. I don't care about sightseeing. I do not care about traveling, meeting new cultures, something else, eat, trying new foods. I'm happy with my pizza. I'm happy with my McDonald's. I have my Coke, not the snorting one, the drinking one. <laughs> so I really have no interest not to be in disrespect to other cultures and whatnot. I just don't. I don't care about all the cultures. It's fine to see it in a movie. It's fine to see a documentary. It's fine to talk about it. It's fine to see it in a YouTube video. Sure. But for me to go there, nah, no, not really. My wife wants to do that. And we, since I gotten a lot better with my mental illness, um, we started traveling a bit more because she wants that. And I mean, what can I do? She bared with me for years with yeah. the current situation, with the situation I have been in. And I can't. I can't say no to her, like, listen, no, I don't want to go. So I at least try for her. So we've been to Mallorca, we've been to Paris. Uh, yeah, we wanted to go to some somewhere else this year, but, well, the whole world had other plans for that. Yeah. So we didn't go anywhere, but we wanted to go as well. But, uh, yeah, I have no interest. Of course, I enjoyed Mallorca, for example, because it was so chill, like just sitting in the beach at the pool and relax and drinking coke coffee and that, like that's my thing i just sit back relax and that's me that's all i need yeah. i don't have to go sightseeing or visit new come meet new people no i'm just like eh, i'm fine yeah i have my coke i have my chips i'm fine are you are you one of those people to where like if it rains outside you're fine just like watching the rainfall oh i, I, I am guilty dude i love that too <laughs> we're like the same person my almost. it's insane it's yes insane. like it's when it rains it's a perfect time for driving the car it's perfect time for walk it's yes. perfect time to go grocery shopping yes. it's perfect time just to sit and watch it's perfect time for gaming it's perfect time for sleeping it's perfect time for eating chips it's perfect time for coffee it's perfect time for everything when it rains yes <laughs> bro we're the same person what the heck <laughs> uh, my man i'm damn from germany yeah that's right you're it is i freedom <laughs> I mean, we don't, we don't, some people do that here. I, I don't do that. Yeah. Here. <laughs> um, so if, if you don't want to answer this, I'll, I'll edit this out. Um, but th this might be a little personal. So of course you can, you can veto this if you want, but would you be able to, um, to describe how your mental illness has grown in a in a positive way from like where you were to where you are now can you describe like maybe some of the the choices you made to kind of overcome it or something you know that uh you've taken up to like meditation for example uh something that you know that you might have taken up to help you to better that if if that's the correct way to say it again i don't want to be disrespectful so if you want to veto this i understand uh but would you kind of be able maybe to just say like yeah, you know, I, I've seen progress from, you know, this point when I noticed it to this point now and I've done these steps. Oh, shit. Here we go again. <laughs> uh, again, if you don't want to so, talk about this, I totally understand. Man, shut up. Okay. <laughs> so my mental illness is very long 
and I just want to cut it to as uh, short as possible because if I start talking about this from the beginning, we are going to be here for a long ass time. Okay. Uh, my mental illness was very hard on me and very hard on the people around me because I was always missing out on events and whatnot. So usually, uh, so plain and simple, I was not feeling safe when I was outside my comfort zone. And my comfort zone was extremely small. Uh, I would always have uh, stomach issues like going to the bathroom all the time, uh, throwing up uh, weight loss and whatnot, you know. Yeah. And that's literally when I go anywhere. So going to a friend when I haven't been to see him for a while or uh, a few times, I would throw up everything that I eat and whatnot. It gotten so bad to a point where when we first moved to Germany, it's a 12 and a half hour drive. So the first time it was more, it was like 13, 14-ish hours drive, right? Yeah. Uh, because I had my own car. Uh, we went there with the car, of course. And I didn't eat a single thing that day. A wow. single goddamn thing. I didn't drink a drop of water because I, my body, my mind overthinks, okay, if I put something in me, I'm going to be sick. And this is the technique I used for literally years because that was the only thing that was actually doing me any good. If I don't put anything inside me, nothing can go wrong, right? Because usually before I have to do something like that or hang out with friends, drive somewhere, something, someone, I would be so sick that I would go to the bathroom a million times. I would uh, throw up a million times to the point where I have no acid in my stomach anymore. I know this is gross, but it's just the reality of the things. Yeah. And then things, I was on a lot of medication throughout the years, and I had one period where I was feeling amazing. But at the time, I was using medication that were uh, treating schizophrenia and whatnot. It was very heavy-duty medication, and I was not feeling a goddamn thing. I was, like, gray, you know, like black and white. Like, I was just, I was just there in life. I wasn't enjoying anything. I wasn't feeling any pain. I was just, eh. I'm here, whatever, sure, you know, it was, uh, it took a toll on my wife, now at the time girlfriend, mm -hmm. so she's been literally with me through this whole thing, and then the thing started going pretty good when I actually found a job, what that did is uh, forced me out of my little hiding place, so it was not like you're telling yourself, oh, you know, tomorrow I'm gonna go here and do this, no, 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 you can't cancel work. You have to be there or you won't get your paycheck, right? Yeah. So that is something that forced me to, to be better. Uh, of course, I had issues. Uh, like most mornings, I was throwing up, going to the bathroom a thousand times. But, you know, the more I did it, the better I actually felt. And it got a lot better the current year. Like in the last year, I found a pretty good uh, psychologist. She helped me a lot. And I found a pretty good psychotherapist who prescribed me some good medication so and in combination with that i was managed to well i'm far away from beating it but now i can go to the store and actually you know look around because before that was not possible my wife was always uh, kind of sad because we go to the store like we buy milk we buy bread we buy eggs we buy toilet paper <laughs> we buy <laughs> whatever you know and we go out i can't stay in the in that place for too long but now we just go and, you know, I act like, holy shit, I can, you know, I can look around. I can see what's on sale. Oh, would you look at that? Some more chocolates on sale. Let's see what chocolates are on sale. Uh -huh. I know it seems very, uh, very kind of maybe that I'm overreacting or over, uh, not not oversharing, not, um, uh, that I'm, yeah, 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 like, yeah. I, I get what you're trying to say. than it actually it is, it yeah. is, but it's not. I was really, really, really in a bad spot. And it was really to that point where I couldn't do anything. It was very hard on me. It was extremely hard on my wife, but she, luckily for me, she stuck with me. Uh, and now I have to repair by going to Paris and Mallorca and whatnot. <laughs> but that's at least I can do for what she did for me. And uh, the... So I think the three things helped mostly are going to work because you can't cancel work. You have to be there. I was late numerous times. Um, 
I woke up very early, like hour and a half before I have to go, actually start going. So it takes me like 20 minutes to work. I wake up at uh, like six and I have to be there at eight. So I wake up at six because I know I need to get myself mentally ready for that. Yeah. Um, so work and then uh, my psychologist suggested to do meditation, but it didn't really work out for me because I was not able to calm myself to a point where I would be feel blank. Yeah. Like relax and enjoy. And then my wife told me, like, why don't you just take walks in the morning? So I walked in the morning around the uh, apartment buildings. It's like, what, six, seven hundred meters in total. It's just like, you know, a nice stroll, like uh, seven to ten minutes stroll. Mm-hmm. So I did that for like six months. I just stopped, honestly, recently, like three weeks ago. Uh, it worked for me perfectly because I had a lot of uh, stomach issues. And this helped me with mo- the movement, of course, in the morning helps, you know, yeah, uh, to get things working, to feel normal. But what I realized that it's actually doing me very good because it's like a medica- med- uh, meditation. So I go out and I think, oh my God, I have to go out. I have to do this today. I have to go there. I have to put it there. And then, for example, I see a nice car and I'll think, oh man, that's a nice car. And then my, my mind will be blank for like two, three seconds, right? And then uh, the nice weather came and I was like, oh my God, outside weather is perfect. It's like really sunny. You see the sun, your skin is just absorbing it. And it's, I know this sounds very like life coach. But it's honestly what helped me. No, yeah. And yeah. I started enjoying it, like so many little things, and that walk really worked wonders with uh, like a substitute for meditation. Because of course, meditation is not for everyone. But for me, since I had very much stomach problems and not moving enough, and not going out, this worked. This was a perfect solution for me. Sometimes I would take longer walks. Sometimes I would take shorter walks. You know, depends on the day. But usually I would try to stay, stay consistent. And the third thing that helped me, so that's uh, work. So just for you to have to force yourself out. Second was walks slash meditation, whatever works for you. And the third is actually the gratitude journal. So every few days I would open it up and write. Uh, Today I had a good coffee. I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that there was sun out and I managed to ride my bike for 30 minutes or something, right? Yeah. And what this does is actually physically forcing you to, when are, when are you physically forced to write it? Uh, my psychologist told me that it's helping you rewire your brain. So whenever you had a bad, bad experience, right, you always think when you recall, well, when you have a situation that it's similar to the past experience, you always recall like bad stuff, right? Yeah. But with the greater journal, you kind of start to rewire that. So from being obsessed how bad is going to get next time, I was just like, oh, last time I was a little bit sick. Okay, I, like I ate normally, uh, like yesterday. I didn't drink Coke. I didn't eat chips. You know, of course, those foods are not helping with uh, in this situation. But so I tried to avoid it before I go somewhere. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, fine, let's do this. And then I do it, and it's fine. So writing it down manually every few days, just like a five things that I'm grateful for. So you have two sections, like uh, grateful today and grateful in your life. So it can be anything. I, sometimes I write, I'm grateful for the location that I live in, like uh, the uh, neighborhood, because I have like everything that I have here. So, and, you know, you start thinking about little things though. Okay. I'm happy that I have this cool Overwatch uh, Reaper black mug. Like I, I love that mug. <laughs> I really love, love it so much. And then you write like, I'm happy about this. And you like start your day like, wow. I didn't do a single thing and I'm already feeling, already feeling pretty good. So I've been doing that in the past year. And those are the three things that actually helped me change my whole life because uh, this is completely new life that I'm living right now. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really cool to hear because I know uh, personally, I have not heard, like I, I hear a lot about mental illness and I hear, you know, people's, it's more common nowadays and and again i don't mean that in any disrespectful way Um, yes i know what you mean exactly yeah a lot of people just uh self-diagnose and uh, take the words lightly yeah i understand 
Yeah. Um, so uh, just for my defense, it was confirmed for everything that I told you today. It was confirmed by several uh, psychotherapists and psychologists as well. Uh, but it's the it's... last test I did was four hundred questions. Jeez. Yes. And it, and so so these questions uh, do they just kind of ask you you know like how are you again not not to be you know disrespectful but like how are you feeling you are today not kind of thing. Just say it. Um. Yes, that as well, and asking about your past. Um, okay. What do you remember? Like your earliest uh, memories and whatnot, and. What do you mostly remember from your childhood? They try to kind of see where the problem is as well, where the problem started and whatnot. Okay. And then out of 400 questions, you get like a graph on different um, sections like depression, OCD and whatnot. I don't remember right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was, uh, my charts were completely out of the normal. Like maybe out of five things, maybe two were com like normal, but one was like, going out of the lines where the charts end like it's mm. abnormal very abnormal um so i kind of happy about that because it really shows that something is wrong with me yeah uh one thing that i remember is i had a lot of stomach issues i mean i still have but when it, the whole thing started and apparently my parents took me to that doctor in croatia and she was supposed to be like the best doctor in the area for these kind of problems and she i was a child i was like 16 years old 17 so i was still um how do you say that thing when you can drink of legal age yes yeah, legal of legal, age, yeah. i was not of legal age and she after a lot of tests she just told my mom listen he's pretending he doesn't want to go to school mm. he's just pretending that his stomach hurts and the problem was what no one saw that I didn't only avoid school, I avoid hanging out with my friends. So they would call me out, hey, do you want to go here and here? Like, nah, like my mom won't allow me. My mom mm. allowed it. I just didn't want to go because I knew my stomach would hurt. Yeah. But no one saw that part, right? And then she sent me to get the gastroscopy, I think it is. I don't know how about you say it in um, English properly, but it's a thing where they put the camera down your throat to your stomach. And I was extremely happy when the results came in because I had like seven or eight different things that were wrong with me. Mm. Uh, two of, uh, I think two of them like critical, like um, a lot of acid in stomach, which should not be the case. And a lot of redness, like swollen, uh, swollen um, throat or something, stomach, I'm not sure which part. And can you imagine what, <laughs> what I had to go through when a child is happy that it's sick officially, finally? Yeah, I, I can only because imagine. everyone kept my yeah. Everyone kept telling my mom he's pretending. Yeah, he he doesn't want to go to school, but no one saw the other side where I avoiding enjoyment with friends and avoiding barbecues, avoiding hanging out, avoiding bike rides. Wow, that's that's insane. It's um, it, it it's I don't want to say uh, how do I say this the right way because I'm not I'm just not sure what word to use. Uh, but I guess it's kind of neat, if I can say that, uh, to kind of hear, you know, your experiences and to hear kind of, you know, how things used to be. And then, of course, how we yeah, know mental yeah. illness now and how people treat it. It's um, I, I find it very educational to hear that sort of stuff, because when, when I was younger, I went through um, it's it, it was self-diagnosed. But looking back at it now, I can I can um, say with assurance that, you know, it was fits of depression. Um, and I even think now mm -hmm. I have um, very slight bipolar disorder just very slightly i'm not sure if that's the right term it's again self-diagnosed um but it, it's it's cool to see you know the steps that you took and helpful to see the steps that you took to try and um make your life better if i can say that or at least move forward in this way to you know no, better yourself better i can live my life live your life there you go. i was not living before yeah. that that was just me hibernating it was terrible. Yeah. So, and yeah, my also, my therapist was also surprised. I told her, listen, you tell me what to do, I'll do it. And she also agreed with me that she saw a very quick progress with me because these things take a lot longer. But then again, not a lot of people uh, deal with this for like 10 years and I'm only 27. So it really started when I was 16. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was very surprised when I told her, listen, I take walks, I don't meditate anymore. And you, you can see it in her eyes, like, oh, he didn't meditate, so, you know, he's not really trying. I told like, listen, whatever you tell me, I'm going to at least adopt it to myself. 
and go forward from it. She's like, okay. And then when I started showing her her success, like, listen, I did this, I did this, I managed to do this, I'm still doing this. And she's like, uh, okay. She didn't know what to say because she's usually not uh, not used to, to getting not only a fast progress, but people actually listening to her, everything that she said. But I was at the point in my life where I just said, you know what? I am done with this life. I don't want to not to live. I don't want to exist like this anymore. So I just said, you know what? Whatever she says, whatever the the psychotherapist says, uh, for the people who don't know, so psychologist, you're only there for a talk, and psychotherapist, I'm not or a therapist, I'm not sure how do you call it in America, mm-hmm. is the one who gives you the the pills, the medication. So you know, if you go just the psychologist, then don't count on the medication. But if you only go to psychotherapist, you need to you only get the medication, which I don't really recommend because he's just gonna push the symptoms down but he's not gonna solve the problem yeah the best way to do it is in combination of the two Mm. that's that's really good really good advice yeah and she was very surprised and i was very happy that she was surprised because it meant that i'm really doing well yeah because i think one of the big problems that a lot of people face is that they just don't know where to start uh exactly and when they start for example a lot of people will say meditation and you will sit down it'll try to meditate and just say this is not for me but yeah. you need to do it like for a month just to like see a slight progress. Yeah, because, because I, I also thought, you know, just give me medication and I'll be fine, right? Or, oh, I tried uh, going out uh, more times than I sh- like, than it's recommended, you know, or doing more steps in a day than it's recommended or whatever. It's not working for me. But then I said, I'm just going to stuck with these few methods and I see where it goes and it led to a perfect thing. Yeah. Because I, I feel that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel that a lot of people, like, they, they see that they have this, they understand, you know, you know, it's a mental illness, but they want the fix so quickly that if whatever they're trying to do yes. doesn't work within a day or two, yes. they just give up. And then they, they're just right I back mean, in, their, in their ways. You which, know, we have very short span yeah. of attention and it's yeah. getting worse. And yeah. yes, I'm blaming social media for that, of yeah. course. But, I mean, but, but I'm also one of them. I also lose uh, concentration very fast and uh, I get bored fast and whatnot. Yeah. But I mean, this was my illness is 10 years brewing. Yeah. Like if I expect that to fix it within like not, not two weeks, but I expect to fix it like within, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you know, a day, perfectly fine for me. Yeah. Why not? If I can fix it within that time frame, then that just that means that I'm even sicker than I thought. No, it was ten years in the making, so it's gonna take at least like a year to understand it properly. Where is the issue? How can I affect the issue? And then probably another like two years where I'll be able to say, "Oh man, I come a really long way," but I still need stuff to do. And like I told my uh, psychologist, I kind of went over the biggest problem for me but now i know that uh, ironing out the details is gonna take a lot longer and i'm ready for that i know that whatever you do you know you make a big chunk of work but the details are the devil is in the details like it always takes so much more time to polish something out and it's the same exact thing with my current state but oh uh, like i said i'm ready for it i'm waiting for it to happen like I'm doing actively still the things that I've been doing and trying to expand a bit more. And I just keep need to keep at it like anything else, like Twitch streaming, for example. Yeah. Twitch TV slash set, the said knuckles. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, that was like great. everything else. I'm ready that it's going to take a lot of a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just to kind of go around to what uh, to what I want to say, like right here, we have spitting like, like we have we have proof that it takes time it's not something that you can just put away and then it's all good you know or like you try it for two days and then you're good or oh it didn't work in two days i'm done like you got to keep going at it you know it's it's it, it's it's a part of your life you know like it or not and you got to learn to try and live with it and you got to learn and slowly think of it as kind of like a thing of clay you can't just like in two seconds put the clay together and it's going to be a pot no it's going to take a long time for you to like uh to mold it the way you want it to look so um yes i agree take uh take uh 
I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name. Take Knuckles here, you know. He, he's been doing it for a while, but it's, it's going to take time. It's going to take time to uh, come over this. A simple analogy that I found very useful. So I'm not a very big cook, but when I make some food, it turns out pretty good just because I make it so often, right? Yeah. And the easiest thing that I can say, I, I have a picture of my first pizza. It looks disgusting. <laughs> now, within years of practice, I know perfect amount of dough, how much, how much dough I need to make for two pizzas, how much salami, how much ketchup I need for two pizzas. I need, like, I know exactly what I need to do. And now it looks like, sometimes it looks better than when you order from a proper pizzeria. And when I remember that, like, oh my God, like, that took time. That really took time. And it's such a, like, funny analogy, funny thing. But I often remember that, like, remember how, how long it took you to make a good pizza? I'm like, mm, damn, Knuckles, you're right. You're right. Let's keep at it. <laughs> I know it's stupid, but honestly, it helps me. No, and that's, that's good. You know, you're, it, it's not a thing to where you just think you're making progress. You can see the progress. And I think visually, exactly, yeah. especially with a lot of people, uh, you know, me, I'm a visual learner. I, I need to see what's going oh, on. Same. Dan, so, we are the same person. What bro, the hell is going on? Bro, we're the same person. But, you know, like if I see I'm something, literally, it's, wait, it's I'm easy. literally a web analyst. I provide graphs and charts. Yeah. Dan, we are the same person. We are the same person, bro. It's are you are you my twin, my long lost twin? Awesome. I do not know, Bruda. <laughs> Bruda. Um. So, uh, you you did say earlier, uh, you stream so Twitch.tv/slash The Sad Knuckles, as it sounds. Yes, no spaces. It is I from Uganda. Uh, Uganda. Uh, can you explain yes. to me, uh, how that alone, streaming alone, has either challenged you or helped you in your your growth? As, as, as ah, a person? Streaming is a busy millions of money, baby! <laughs> um, it's, um, so the whole lockdown thing, I started working from home Yeah. in March. And I've been doing it ever since. And I mean, since I, my work allows me to have, you know, a good amount of freedom. But then again, I complete everything uh, within a given uh, time frame. So no one complains, right? So I, I had like a lot of free time and I always wanted to stream and make money of it. And just to make sure, just to be clear with everyone, I do not expect people to sub and donate to me. When I say I want to make money out of it, I want companies to pay me to promote stuff. <laughs> it's, it's a win-win situation for everyone. You come, you enjoy, you watch. I like give review a game. I use their products, right? I tell them, like, listen, I really believe in this product. I'm going to be honest. Like, I like this Corsair keyboard that I have right now. Not sponsored, by the way. Contact me. <laughs> but I really like it. And I would suggest you to at least check it out, right? So I, I don't want to be reliable on my subscribers and donations. I want to read about that companies approach me and tell me, listen, let's do this or let's do this. Hey, streamer, Mr. Streamer, do you want to do this for this event or for this game and something like that? Because, I mean, let's be honest, we are giving our money, way too much money to companies. Now it's time for them to pay me back. Honestly, <laughs> I'm done with this bullshit. I, I want it. them to give me my money back. I love it. Yeah, that's, but that's like, a dream. Yeah, like, yeah, I would like to be a full-time streamer, of course. But like I said, I really don't want to depend on people's money. I really want the company to approach me and tell me, listen, like we have this uh, game coming out. I'm really going to pay you to play it. You tell your opinion and that's it. Because I really want them to, you know, to give back to your community, even though it's just me. But at least I can provide something for free for other people. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I like that because a lot of people, when you hear, oh, why'd you, why'd you start streaming? Oh, I, I did it because I want to be a full-time streamer and make money. And they don't, they don't specify how. Like me personally, you know, I, I stream too, twitch.tv slash kingservant. Um, but oh, I, wow, you come into my you're... podcast and... Others is like that, <laughs> uh, but like I do it because I enjoy interacting with people from around the world. And you know, like I met you through through streaming. I met you through playing yes, video games, did. and so you know, it. I I love that aspect of meeting new people. But I also like, of course, it would be cool. But again, I don't want people to have to feel like they need to pay me because anytime anyone like subs, donates, bits, anything, when they throw money at me, I say you really don't have to do that. But I really appreciate. It. Like I'm not doing it for that. <laughs> yes, I just yes. do it because I enjoy 
I enjoyed talking to people. I enjoy meeting new people from around the internet that want to play games and everything. Like I, I enjoy that. I like the company. I enjoy, you know, helping to foster a community that people want to be a part of. Like that's, that's why I enjoy. Yes, but yes. I say all that to say, it's, it's really cool to hear you say that you want companies. That's how you want to do it. You want yeah, companies like, rather honest, than people. This is, not, this, is not, this is not BS. This is not some scheme to get subscribers, to get donations, to get followers. Yeah. I don't care. I literally want companies to approach me. And I want other companies that I approach to make deals for everyone benefits. Not yeah. only between me and the company. I want to do something nice. Like, let's say, you know. For example, Microsoft has a new game and they want to promote it. They don't know how to promote it. The best way is go to Twitch and let the streamers play. Pay me money to play your goddamn game so I can show to the stream how stupid your game is. <laughs> because mostly, mo most of the games today, you know, the early access bullshit. Oh, they, yeah. either, they, make, they make amazing trailers. You buy the game. Like, excuse me, where is the game? And oh, this yeah. is what I want. I want. I want them to come to me and tell me, present this to your viewership. I'm like, yes, please. Send the money to my PayPal. I'll present it. Oh, I'll present it all right. Oh yeah. So I really don't want people's money because I know we don't have money. We are just we are just pawns in this stupid capitalism chess. So I want them, the kings and queens, to pay me money so I can enjoy and at least provide some people with the happiness that they can like enjoy. You know what? I'm gonna watch Sad Knuckles now. He provides good content. He provides like nice, honest opinions. He I don't know. He mocks the games that he gets paid to play, like early access <laughs> bullshit or something. This is something I want to do. This is something that I believe should be done because let's take their money, people. Let's form up and take the company's money. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Because, I mean, yeah, exactly. I, I, I know that person. I just feel bad when people, like, of course, you know, it, it comes with territory. Like, of course, you want to gain subscribers, you know, you want to gain all that stuff because then it, it, it helps you to grow. Yes, and of course, everything. you want to get it from people who can actually afford it, not oh, to, exactly. the guy saying, listen, this could have been my McDonald's dinner, but I decided to give it to you. Like, dog, no, 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 no. Take it oh, back, yeah. please. Take it back, take it back. Yeah. I have a job. I'm streaming for fun, literal fun. Oh, I yeah. want to. Really, my goal is really to get companies to pay me to do stuff and approach them with new deals from myself as well. Like, listen, I want to promote you. Let's make a deal. And since I have a job and I'm not planning on quitting that job, especially with the whole lockdown situation, I have more time than I want, than I need. So I can stream and work both times. So I don't want to rely on anyone's money. Just keep the money for yourself. I know that the situation is very terrible. If you want to support, sure. It's going to just bring me closer to my goal of, Taking companies' money. Boom! There you have it. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say would be your uh, your favorite game of all time? Ah, uh, ah! Uh, come <laughs> on, why you gotta do me dirty like that? Come on, dude! I gotta throw you a curveball. Let's go. Uh, you can pick so, any game, any game. Uh, if that helps be, narrow it down, it, it, it's it's honestly probably be the game that I never played. Really? How is that for a curveball? Whoa! Okay, you th uh, you curveball. I think it's gonna be. Yeah, I curveball you back. Yes, I think it's gonna be the God of War 2018. Ooh! Uh, so I've read a lot about the God of War, and I like his personality. I like what he's what he has been in the past. So if you don't know the story, the guy was thrown in hell. I think at least two times. The guy literally climbed out of hell despite the gods and kill them by one because they didn't want to do him a proper honest deal because they were so scummy in doing him dirty he killed his own wife and daughter and he climbed out of hell then from hell two times at least to kill all of them and then the 2018 god of war happened with his goddamn father and like the way you see that game like he goes around and he bosses the kid and then in the end he actually likes the kid he starts to really love him to be his father figure you know to be his father figure and then a funny joke throughout the game is that he tells a terrible story at the end he said tells the perfect story about why he named him atreus and it was about the fallen soldiers spoiler spoiler alert it was about the fallen soldier he was with in sparta and he said the atreus all, he was unlike any other uh, Spartan soldier. He always wore a smile and it was a comfort in dark times. And that's why he named his son Atreus. Mm. But during the game, he constantly scolds his kid, yells at him, 
Dezinger is doing a terrible job, that he know, don't know how to aim, how to hunt animals and whatnot. And then at the end of the day, he tells that. And that was like a minute after he they spilled their, uh, well, his wife's and his mother's ashes. Like the game is amazing. Mm. And I already told my wife, listen, I watched the PS5 event. They finished the whole event. And in the end, they announced the God of War, uh, the latest God of War that's going to be coming in 2021. Yeah, that's I'm right, like, they did. Wifey, I'm buying the PS5. I skipped God of War 2018. I ain't skipping any more God of War. So I'll, I, I'm going to go with the God of War 2018. And I didn't even play it. I don't own a PS4. I never played it for a demo. I never touched the game. But I think that's my favorite game. Because I like stories. I like how the game is played. I like the fighting in there. And the backstory of Kratos is... Oh my god. I watched... like You have those short videos like... God of War in five minutes or less, right? Yeah. Like, and from time to time, I'm just going to go back and I just watch it because I, I love what he did before and what he became now. That's awesome. I, ne- I never thought that you would say that your favorite game is a game that you've never played. That's, yes. that's well, a curveball. Well, you told me a curveball, I'm going to do I, you the same. I respect that. All right. Um, so I didn't prompt you in this. Uh, we're going to wrap things up here because uh, I want to try and keep it about an hour long. Uh, each episode about sure. an hour long. Um. First of all, thank you very much for, for doing this and opening up. That's of course that would be it's incredible. Thank you for the subscription. <laughs> I got you, no problem. <laughs> um, it, it, it's I, I'm very thankful that one you gave me your time and two you know you felt comfortable enough to open up. That it it, it really means a lot to me. Um, and about time I opened up about some time some things, but yes, no problem. Yeah, and then uh, one of these days I'll have to pay it back. But um, <laughs> there is one thing that I never prompted you with, and it's that's my fault because I wanted to at least prompt you with something to give you a little idea sure. at the end of every episode of across the pond what i want to do is i want to give you the platform to 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 say to anyone listening what would be your best piece of advice that you can give to them oh my god <laughs> yeah the, I, i'm sorry i i totally i because my phone was gone and it was a really busy week i sure, didn't let me give start you, yeah so my parents are divorced uh, but my dad, I'm not really in touch with my dad. It's a whole nother across the pond podcast. Or, you know, the Bro Talk podcast. Happy True. to be here. Um, so my dad always told me, don't ever steal. And I'm gonna, not going to say a lot about that. But yeah, of uh, I kind of, again, I adopted the thing to my own liking. So it's not like uh, I'm never stealing. I, I Really, I never steal. <laughs> plain and simple that's good but the point i want to make is uh so instead of never stealing i adopted like like always be honest and hold your integrity so uh last time i had my review at work they asked you to rate yourself from zero to five with the three being i'm doing my job what is in my description job description i'm doing it right that's three yeah. that's you're doing your job yeah. Four is like I'm doing more, and five is like, oh my God, you're 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 amazing. And when it came to like integrity and honesty and holding back your ground, I wrote five. And they asked, like, why did you write five? And I said, you know what? If things are perfect and it's all because of me, I'll take the credits. If things go to shit very bad, very bad, at the end of the day, if my name is on that Excel, on that dashboard, you can come to me and tell me, ask me, why is this so bad? I'm gonna tell you, listen. It is my name. I did it wrong. I'm trying to do it right. I apologize. When do you need it? And then my boss told me, listen, I never give fives. And then he gave me a five on that. Wow. Because you rate yourself and he rates you. But And that's not just a work thing. That's a life thing. Like It's just how I operate. I, my wife always tells me that I would be a terrible politician because I would just not be able to steal from the people. I wouldn't be able to steal from the poor and put it in my pocket to buy a BMW or something or a mansion on the coast. No way. I would put all the money that it's for the people to the people and then some. So this is something that I guess would be my message. Like, you know, stay on ground, keep your integrity. It's basically the only thing you have for yourself and you can go to sleep and sleep peacefully in mind. With, you know, with an empty mind that you did everything correct, even if truth sometimes hurts, but it is what it is. Man, 
That's some solid advice, bro. I, I honestly couldn't have said that any better. And I respect you for for uh, being so honest. So, well, anyway, thank you so much for for being here. I yeah. like I said, I uh, appreciate second, your time. Second place, place second. So this is this is what I mean in life. A lot of people will give you advice to the situation they've been through, and I don't know for some reason all of those advice never work for me. But what I manage to do is always like, you take that advice and just you know just bend it a little bit, and for some reason that always kind of I always find like my twist to it and it always works for me like my own twist that's also why i don't like to give advices to people because i have my own twist and i can't promise them it's gonna work for them so i always like put a footnote please experience on your own uh, expectations and uh, uh please add your own twist to, to your liking so you you do it how you want it yeah so this is what i have to say i guess yeah. No, that that that's a that's a good thing to note because a lot of people, like you just said, they'll try and take it for exactly what you said and try and do exactly what you said, but it's not going to work for them. But there's someone that's totally different than yes, you, yes. so you got to twist it just a little bit, not to not to like distort anything, yeah. but twist it just enough to where it fits with you. Yeah, I hate the saying "think outside the box" because I think things inside the box work pretty good, but if you just just tilt the opening just a tiny bit, it's gonna do wonders for you. You don't have to bend your mind. Yeah. Like uh, that guy who makes those movies, like Christopher Nolan. No, no, no. You don't. Need, you don't have to bend your mind that much. Just yeah. a tiny bit. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this, man. This one, it was, no it was a pleasure to talk with you. I, I really did enjoy my time. And yeah, I wish I could say the same. Uh, uh, well, I mean, uh, that's, sorry, that's uh, same, same. Sorry, same, same. <laughs> that's all good, man. I know we have memes. Um, real quick, do you want to plug anything? You know your your socials, your anything you want to just plug no, in. No, no. The sad knuckles is on Twitch. If you want to look it up, sure. I do that thing that it's kind of like it's called uh, live editing, where I put like a bunch of green screen memes on the screen, and it's sometimes it's funny. Most <laughs> most time it's not, but sometimes it's funny. It? So that's about it. Just that's it. I don't have anything else to plug. All right, I, I I do I do vote. But if for, you want uh, to join my army of Ugandan, uh, uh, Ugandan, uh, I don't know citizens in order to take companies' money, join me, bruh. I can vouch for him. He, he's he's good. He's <laughs> dude. Knuckles is solid. I, I do enjoy my time when I'm able to actually watch your uh, streams. So. Yeah, thanks, dude, so much for being here. Uh, it was no great. I had I had a fun time. And um, I will, I'll let you know when I put this up. It'll probably be sometime towards the end of next week. So I'll just shoot you a little Discord message. Sure. Um, sure. And yeah, enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, Take and care. then uh, do whatever you, you got to do with your wife. Because I, you know, you, you said something, but I, I can't remember what it is. So sorry. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have to pick her up from work. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Well, yeah, enjoy your night. <laughs> be safe and have a good week. You and I'll too. talk to you, you talk to you tomorrow when you stream. So. Thank you. Yeah. See you some other time, Dan. All right. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Across the Pond was produced, recorded, and edited by me, Daniel. The logo was created by Sealman, a.k.a. Mark. Music was produced by the Black Couch label, featuring solo artist Ollie H. If you feel that this was something that deserved a rating, please rate it however you see fit. Want to contact me? Email me at acrossthepond01 at gmail.com. If you want to connect with me on Twitter, you can find me at KingServant. That's K-1-N-G-S-S-E-R-V-A-N-T.